0: i
1: it's good to be in god's house today how many of us are glad to be in the lord's house amen while we are worshiping virtually we are not physically present we thank god that though the building is closed the church is still doing the work of ministry we are still lifting the name of jesus virtually amen we thank god for all of you who are tuned in from all across our world let us know where you are tuning in from amen every sunday i give some sanctified shout outs amen we call out the state of kansas missouri california georgia florida the uk amen south wales amen Maryland, the District of Columbia, Florida. I can't just say New York. I got to say Brooklyn. Amen. I got to say Northern Virginia. Amen. I can't just say Virginia. Amen. Sister Sheila, you got to say Northern Virginia. Amen. 703. Amen. Better yet, let us know what zip code, your area code is. Amen. Let us know your area code when you're Amen. Let us know what area code you're tuning in from. Amen. Montgomery County, Maryland. Amen. That's 240. Amen. Come on now. Talk to me. We thank God that you're tuning in today. Thank God for this worship celebration. We thank God for our choir, our media ministry, all the people that make Watch Chapel go. We would not be able to do what we do. Amen without the people of God and their willingness to serve. Parents, we want you to tune in today for Virtual Children's Nursery. Today from 1130 to 12 noon today. Parents, log your children in through the Children and Youth webpage on our website. We are continuing in our revival series this upcoming Wednesday, amen. We have been blessed tremendously by my brother, Pastor Greg Moss, my sister, Reverend Sharita Dawson Herring, and this upcoming Wednesday night, my main man, Pastor Darren Mitchell, pastor of the Trinity AME Zion Church in Greensboro will be our revivalist, amen. Revival kicks off at 7 o'clock p.m. on this upcoming Wednesday. Pastor Mitchell is no stranger to Watch Chapel. He has been here on several occasions. And for those who have been blessed by his ministry, you know he is a preacher of the gospel. So we want you, amen, to tune in this upcoming Wednesday. I'm not sure what our numbers were, amen, but we want to get at least 5,000, amen. We want to get at least 5,000 saints. Amen. I'm not going to call anybody out this week. Amen. Uh Uh-huh. Amen. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Amen. But if D-Nice can get good numbers, amen. I was watching one of my high school classmates last night. If he can get good numbers, amen. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Amen. Class of 89. Come on. Talk to me. Amen. If he can get good numbers, the saints, amen, can get at least 5,000, amen, on Wednesday night for revival. Hey, Watch Chapel, God willing, the creek don't rise. I will see 49 years of age on this upcoming Thursday. Amen, praise be to God, amen. We normally have a party with a purpose, amen. This year, because of the virus and pandemic, we are not able to have a bowling party or a game day celebration, but every year I want to use my birthday to be a blessing to young people who are going back to school, so I'm asking that you not give me anything. Pray for me. Amen. Pray for me. Pray for me every day. Amen. But I want you to give above and beyond your tithe, above your revival gift of $20. I want you to give a $20 gift, amen, so we can bless young people who are going back to school, amen, that just doesn't include K through 12, but young people who are going off to college, this is a different dynamic, amen. Some kids have to buy laptops, amen. Some kids have to buy tablets. So we wanna be a blessing to young people who are having to study from home, amen. They don't have a tablet yet. They don't have resources, amen. Some young people are not going off to college, amen. They're gonna be at college in big mama's house, amen. They're gonna be attending whatever university in their mama or daddy's house, And they need a good tablet. Amen. So we want to be a blessing. Amen. Watch Chapel. So I ask, Amen, that you celebrate your pastor's birthday by being a blessing to somebody in need. Amen. On the first Sunday in August is the Lord's Supper. Amen. And on this upcoming Saturday, we will be distributing elements for the Lord's Supper from 12 noon to 1 30 p.m. right here on the campus of watch chapel our deacons will be here amen if you need elements amen for you and your family the month of august amen not the end of the year amen the month of august amen and some of you have gotten Welch's grape juice you've gotten crackers amen so we thank god for you amen uh the holy Communion is a holy uh, ordinance, amen. We're we not, ju- we not doing, amen, almond milk and Oreos, amen. We're not doing cheez and grape, Fanta grape, amen. Come on now, talk to me. We're we doing holy elements, amen. And I don't want some of y'all, amen, getting that Moscato in Jesus' name, amen. Saying P-dub said, make it real holy, amen. No, we gonna keep it real holy amen hey saints we are participating in a walk run challenge for the month of july and we are glad that so many of you have gotten moving amen in the midst of this season we're encouraging everybody to walk or run 40 miles in the 31 days of the month of july amen You can download the Nike Run Club app on your smartphone or your smart watch. You can email wellness at watchchapel.org to join the challenge for more information. There's still time to participate. I know some some folk, they did their 40 miles in like three days. I'm not calling any names. Amen. Um, And there's some people we're encouraging. Amen. We missed you. Amen. Not calling any names. We missed you. Amen. Y'all go figure out who that is. Amen. Uh, Hey, Watch Chapel, we are launching a new business and professional directory. Our business and professional directory will be for 2020 and 2021. All Watch Chapel members who are business owners, entrepreneurs, and professionals. encouraged to participate. The directory will not be printed, but will be available on the Watch Chapel website. Register online through the human resources web page under the administration menu or the upcoming events web page on our website. The deadline for submissions is July 31st There is no cost to be included. If you need additional information, please email hr at watchchapel.org. Watch Chapel, as we prepare to go to God in prayer, we want to lift our world. We want to lift our nation. We want to lift every state in the union, every continent, every country. and We want to begin praying faithfully. Watch Chapel for a vaccine as we think about decision makers and influencers. We wanna pray for their wisdom and their discernment. And we wanna pray that people don't make this pandemic a political issue, but that we are concerned about the safety of lives. Amen. Watch the Appalachian pastor. I'm not making a pronouncement until the end of the year yet but we are going to be safe, amen. We are going to be safe. The gospel is being preached, lives are being changed. There has not been a Sunday in the midst of this pandemic where somebody has not united with Watch Chapel. Digital discipleship, amen. We praise God for what the Lord is doing and we are going to be safe, amen. And we are making decisions Not just based on unction of the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit and science work hand in glove. Amen. So the Holy Ghost is going to speak to P-Dub. Amen. And P-Dub is going to listen to the World Health Organization and the CDC. Amen. So we're going to make a sanctified, wise decision when we can physically come back to worship Until that time comes, we are going to still do the work of ministry. Amen. We want to pray for this Wednesday, our global economy. Amen. As we fast and pray every Wednesday by giving up meats and sweets, let's pray for our global economy. We want to lift every person on our healing and recovery list in prayer. We want to lift Deacon Leslie Buford, Sister Lonnie Cheatham, Reverend Wayne Glenn, brother Jerome Hall, sister Taylor Hyman, sister Brittany Joyner, sister Antonia Kearney, sister Donna Knight, sister Samaya Leonard, Brian and Nicole's newborn baby girl, sister Kim Marlow, sister Yamaya McNeil, sister Eva Oakley, sister Alice Williams, brother Earl Williams, And I would ask that you continue to lift my daughter, Nia White, in your thoughts and prayers. Nia is still at Duke University Hospital in the ICU unit. We've gotten good news, doctors at the Mayo Clinic have discovered exactly the autoimmune disorder, thus they can treat it aggressively, amen. Thank you for your prayers, your intercession, your encouragement, your kindness. Uh, Keep praying for Nia, her healing, her recovery, and the word is restoration. Amen. Amen. So we thank God for you. Watch Chapel, you're a great church. Amen. Great churches are great not just because they are handsome and pretty and have good buildings. Great churches are great churches because they believe the authority of God's word. Amen. Scripture said it's better to give than to receive. While we have been in the pandemic, you've been giving, you've been tithing, you've been sharing, you've been sowing. For those of you who've been blessed by Watch Chapel and you are not a member anywhere, we invite you to consider membership here at Watch Chapel. If you are a member somewhere else, tithe where you're a member, but you can sow here into the life of Watch Chapel. For those of you who are members, we thank you and encourage you to keep tithing and giving as we continue to do the work of ministry. Amen. You can give electronically at watchchapel.org backslash giving. You can text to give WCMBC 73256 You can give through PayPal, stewardship at watchchapel.org. You can give through cash app, dollar sign, watchchapel.org. Please include your full name, or you can mail your tithe, amen, Stewardship 3703 Tryon Road, Raleigh, North Carolina, 27606, amen. We encourage you to be faithful in your giving, your tithing. God has blessed us in the midst of this pandemic. We've been able to be a blessing to multiple people. Amen. Organizations in need. And we would not be able to do what we do without the faithful disciples of the Watch Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. Amen. Hey, Watch Chapel, as we prepare to go to prayer, I want you to get your swords out. We're going to look at Mark chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Mark chapter 2. Verses 1 through 12. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the rough side of the mountain. Doesn't make sense to thank you for the rough side, the difficulties, the challenges, the unknown. But Lord, we thank you for the rough side of the mountain, difficulties, challenges, because they have made us depend on you. You've gotten our undivided attention. You have made us more prayerful, more attentive. You have raised up people. You have shown yourself as a provider. You have shown yourself as a prayer answerer. So Lord, we come as your people, your sons and daughters, not looking to horses or chariots, but looking to you, the source of our strength, the God of our hope. Lord, we place our hope, trust, and total confidence in you and your ability to heal, provide, restore, shift, turn around, reverse, and bless. Lord, we're not looking to anybody, body, anything, any idols that we've made in our image, but we're looking to the God who's made us the God in whose image we are made to be our provider, our protector, our buckler, and our shield. Touch now in Jesus' name, save lives, raise up a pharmacologist, a to create a vaccine, heal those who need healing, encourage those who need encouragement, provide for those who need provision, protect those who need protection, keep minds that need to be kept reconcile those who are estranged keep those focused who are distracted in Jesus name God's people said amen amen
0: For greater. for greater, I'm praying, I'm praying every day for greater. For greater. I'm reaching for it, I'm reaching for greater, y'all. For greater. And I believe Believing. for greater.
1: hey saints mark chapter 2 verses 1 through 12. i'm reading from the new king james version of scripture the word of our god reads as follows and again he entered capernaum after some days and it was heard that he was in the house immediately many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them not even near the door and he preached the word to them then they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men and when they could not come near him because of the crowd they uncovered the roof where he was so when they had broken through they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying when Jesus saw their faith He said to the paralytic, son, your sons have been forgiven. And some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, why does this man speak blasphemies like this? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, why do you reason about these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins have been forgiven, or to say, Arise, take up your bed and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, Arise, take up your bed, go to your house. Immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went out in the presence of them all. So that all were amazed and glorified, God saying, We have never seen anything like this. Amen. As you make your way to your seat, I want to lift verse 5 again in your hearing. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins have been forgiven. Uh, I'm going to put a tag on this text. I've been playing with the tag the past two days. Uh, This week I was going to call it Faith That Makes a Difference. Then yesterday I said uh, Faithful Friends. Amen. So whatever uh, scratches where you itch. Amen. Faith That Makes a Difference or Faithful Friends friends amen lord bless your word bless your preacher anoint your preacher to lift your name to make you big to make you look awesome use me to be your mouthpiece so people fall deeper in love with you and people know that you are a great and awesome god your words my mouth in jesus name Amen. Faith in Almighty God is the ultimate game changer. Faith in Almighty God is the ultimate game changer. Faith Almighty God is the ultimate game changer. Of all the things that we deem as proverbial game changers in life nothing is more of a game changer than our faith in Almighty God. Who you know and where you've been will impact the game, but nothing is more of a game changer than the faith you possess in Almighty God. Pedigree and political connections will impact the game. But nothing is more of a game changer than our faith in Almighty God. A good name and good credit will impact the game. But nothing is more of a game changer than our faith in Almighty God. A good first impression. And having marketable skills will impact the game. But nothing is more of a game changer than having faith in Almighty God. Manners, social standing, a social media presence that is strategic. Being easy on the eyes, handsome or fine as cat hair, will impact the game. But nothing will change the game more than our faith in Almighty God. I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing comes by the word of almighty God. I'm not talking about having faith in faith. I'm not talking about anything nebulous, vague, fuzzy, or gray. But I'm talking about having sure enough faith In the God who woke us up this morning, the God to whom our mothers and fathers prayed, the God of C.T. Vivian and John Lewis, the God who's been our help in ages past and our hope for years to come, for those of us who have been walking with God and who can testify That I am where I am, not because I've been smart, sophisticated, intelligent, easy on the eyes. But I am where I am because I've come this far by faith in God, leaning on the Lord. We can testify that nothing will change the game of our lives more than faith in God. I wish I had about a hundred folk on social media who could testify you weren't qualified for the job, but you had faith in God. You didn't have the ACT or SAT requirements to get in, but you had faith in Almighty God. You shot yourself in the foot, you waved the white flag, but God. Never gave up on you. Consequently, you have walked through doors. You have blessings you don't deserve. Not because of faith in anything nebulous, but because somebody with faith prayed for you. You had enough gumption to pray for yourself and look to the God of heaven and say, God, my father, I don't need you yesterday. I don't need you next week, but I need you right now now in the prison tense, and because you had enough faith to look to heaven God showed up God answered prayer God healed your body God made ways God did what folk thought was impossible and you can look back over the journey of your life and say wasn't by power wasn't by might but it was the God of heaven and my faith in God That led me to where I am right now on this Sunday morning in the midst of a global virus pandemic where I can look to God and say thank God for everything that you've done, everything that you're doing. And I can praise you for what you're going to do. Come on, I came to preach this morning. I ain't come to look cute in my preaching shirt. Come on, I've come to preach in here. Faith in God is the ultimate game changer. According to this New Testament narrative, we witness the significance that faith in God makes and how faith in God can change the trajectory of our lives, alter our steps, and impact our lives in supernatural and miraculous ways. According to this New Testament narrative, an anonymous man is suffering from a medical condition that has rendered him paralyzed. We don't know the exact nature of the medical condition, but this man is unable to fend for himself. While this man is paralyzed, the man has been blessed with friends who are full of faith. These are not just ordinary friends, amen. These are not run-of-the-mill friends. These are not just the regular Tom, Dick, and Joe, amen. This just ain't Shanene, Pam, and Peaches and them, These are some sure enough friends. Friendship is, amen, essential to the soul. These friends are concerned about the plight and predicament of their friend who is paralyzed. Consequently, having heard that Jesus is in town in Capernaum, these friends Pregnant with the thought and possibility that Jesus can do for their friend what he's done for others, take Jesus not to the church house, amen, but take Jesus to the residence where he is preaching the gospel. Jesus is persona increasingly becoming unpopular among the Jews, the Pharisees, and teachers of the law because of his audacity to forgive sins, heal on the Sabbath day, and he has not been properly credentialed by the correct rabbinical authorities. Thus, Jesus is not preaching in the local synagogue or place of worship where the Jews gather, but Jesus is preaching in somebody's house. And while Jesus is preaching in somebody's house, watch Chapel, The crowd becomes so dense and large that these men who have brought their friend to Jesus are not able to get in the front door or the back door but have to demonstrate Reverend Robinson some sanctified ingenuity by climbing to the roof of the house, amen, cutting a hole in the roof and letting down their friend deacon scheme so they can get their friend to the person who can make a positive, radical difference in his life. According to the text, when Jesus sees their determination and their ingenuity, the text says in verse 5, walk with me, watch, chapel, that when Jesus saw their faith, Jesus healed the man who was paralyzed. Jesus healed the paralyzed man not based on the faith he possessed, but Jesus heals the man who is paralyzed based on the faith of his friends. Had his friends not had faith, Jesus may not have healed the man. But because the friends of the man had faith, Jesus heals the man who is in need of a reversal of his medical condition. Despite the personal nature of faith, help me preach this, watch, chapel. Our faith ought to make a difference in somebody else's life. I know your faith is your faith, but your faith, help me preach this, ought to make a difference in the life of somebody else. And for those of us who are collecting friends and don't know the differences between acquaintances, people to run with, and people who are really friends, help me preach this, somebody. You need some friends who are full of faith in your life. You just don't need somebody who you go to the club with. You just don't need somebody to hang out with. You just don't need somebody who's in the who's who. You just don't need somebody you can borrow money from every other month. You need some friends who are full of faith in Almighty God. Every now and then your faith is going to get low Your faith is going to be on one when their faith is going to be on ten. And you're going to need somebody who can go to God on your behalf, who can encourage you, who can pray for you, and who, when Jesus sees their faith... I'm going to heal Dion, I'm going to heal Kevin, I'm going to heal Charles, I'm going to heal Barbara, I'm going to heal Benita, I'm going to heal Corey, I'm going to heal Jeff. Not based on their faith, but based on the faith of the people around them. Can I preach this word? And let me encourage somebody right now. There's somebody, watch Temple, in your world who needs your faith so God can work in their life. You got a son or a daughter who needs your faith in God. You got a grandmother or a grandfather. You got a mother or a father. You got a friend. You got a play cousin. You got a bra. You got a sorrow. You got somebody who God is going to bless because of your faith. And you and I can't play with this thing, Watch Chapel. You need to be exposed to the word as much as you can. You need to pray as much as you can, worship as much as you can, and build a strong, rock-solid, show enough faith in the God of heaven so God can do wonders in somebody else's life because of your faith. God's gonna heal somebody because of your faith. God's gonna bless somebody because of your faith. God's gonna open a door for somebody because of your faith. God's gonna do the supernatural for somebody because of your faith. God's gonna open somebody's eyes because of your faith. God's gonna do the miraculous, the amazing because of your faith. Get your faith right. What kind of faith, can I preach this? What kind of faith makes a difference? The faith of these men, verse 5, makes a right transformative difference in the life of their friend what kind of faith or what kind of friends are full of faith or what kind of faith makes a difference in the life of somebody else if you want your faith and let me stop right here parenthetically uh, for those of us who are followers of the Lord Jesus Christ thank you Holy Spirit let me lift this faith is more of a verb than it is a noun let me help somebody Too many of us uh, have believed falsely, erroneously, that faith is merely a noun. Nah, faith is a noun and a verb. Because if you have faith, come on, talk to me, that implies action. That implies that you'll move. That implies that you will do something. Faith ain't just something you sit on. Faith is something that requires you and I to move. So if you got faith in God, amen, you will take God at God's word. Amen. If you got faith in God, you'll ask God to do some stuff that seems impossible. If you got faith in God, you'll forgive folk that have dogged out because you believe God has the final word if you got faith in God you'll bring the tithe because you believe that God will supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory and you'll live under an open heaven if you got faith in God you'll love you'll give you'll serve because we serve a sovereign God Don't just settle for a stationary noun relationship with God. We serve a God of action, activity. Come on now, can I preach this? Uh, Your faith in God ought to make you move. What kind of faith makes a difference in the life of this man? A faith that makes a difference is a faith that cares. Amen. I wish it were deeper than that. Amen. But these men, these four men, amen, these four men, amen, not not eight, not 13, not 400, these four men care about their friend. And because they care about their friend, they hear about Jesus, they know what he's done, they want to get their friend to the presence of Jesus because they care. I know this is old, an old cliche, but people don't care about what you know until they know how much you care. You can have a JD from Harvard. You can have a PhD from North Carolina A&T. You can have an MBA from North Carolina Central. You can have a PhD in engineering from North Carolina State University. You can be a graduate Phi Beta Kappa from Howard University. You can be an illustrious graduate of Winston-Salem State University. But if folk don't think that you care, they don't care what you know. Can I preach this? One of the greatest heroes of modern history went to be with the Lord yesterday, Robert John Lewis. And Robert John Lewis was the dean, amen, of the Georgia delegation in the state of Georgia as a House representative who served in the House since the mid eighties, Amen. And Robert John Lewis was great, not just because of what he did at Selma, not just because he graduated from Fisk, not just because of what he, he graduated from ABT in Nashville, but he was great because he cared about people who were the least, the lost, and the left out, had his skull fractured because he cared Had his body bruised and beaten because he cared. Went the third mile when many of us won't go the first mile and vote because he cared. If you really care about John Lewis, if you really want to honor his legacy, don't make any excuses in November. Get up off your blank amen and make sure you go to the polls and honor the legacy of somebody who cared. Go on, preach, Harry. A faith that makes a difference is the faith that cares. A faith that makes a difference is not just a faith that cares. A faith that makes a difference is a faith that is creative. They can't get in the front door. They can't get in the back door. They can't get in the side door, not door, door. They got to climb the roof, ingenuity, and they climb the roof, undeterred, unorthodox, demonstrating ingenuity and creativity, cut a hole in the roof, and get their friend to the presence of Jesus, because a faith that makes a difference not just cares, but a faith that makes a difference is creative. Every now and then, church, when you can't get in the front door, when you can't get in the back door, you got to demonstrate some consecrated creativity to say whatever it takes. Come here, Malcolm, by any means necessary, I'm going to get this man to Jesus because Jesus can make a difference in his life. Can I preach this? Uh, Those of us who've been living a few years know that there's more than one way to skin a cat. Just because you can't do it this way doesn't mean it can't happen another way. Just because you can't worship gathered at 3703 Tryon Road, doesn't mean you can't use Instagram. Doesn't mean you can't you can I preach this. Doesn't mean you can't use Twitter. Just because you can't do what you used to do, doesn't mean you can't worship another way or do things another way when there are crises, when there are difficulty in life. That's when God will anoint you with some consecrated creativity, so you can do the same thing but use a multiple stream to do it. Don't just settle for a no. Come on talk to me. Don't just settle for what you've always done. Demonstrate some ingenuity. Demonstrate some creativity. Pivot. Demonstrate some flexibility and get somebody to Jesus any way you can because Jesus makes the difference. A faith that makes a difference is creative. A faith that makes a difference, chaos. A faith that makes a difference, I'll pick this up next time, is collaborative. But let me run across the field. A faith that makes a difference is confident in the ability of Jesus to do what no one else can do. I don't know where they took this man before they brought him to Jesus. They may have took him to the orthopedic surgeon. May have taken him to the chiropractor. May have taken him to the internist. But these men are confident that the Lord Jesus can do what nobody else can do. And there is no such thing as faith without confidence. Faith and confidence are synonyms. First cousins. Amen, somebody. If you got faith in God, you'll have confidence that God can do what nobody else can do. And I'm telling somebody that the faith that makes a difference is a faith that has confidence in the ability of Jesus to do what nobody else can do. There's a song I love to hear. Adela sings it every now and then. Anita Wilson says, Jesus will. I ain't talking about old school Anita Baker. I said, Anita Wilson, Jesus will. And every now and then, when you're going through difficulty, you just need to tell yourself, Jesus will. When you're climbing up the rough side of the mountain, Jesus will when doctors don't know what's going on jesus will when you've been furloughed and don't know how bills gonna get paid jesus will when you don't know how you gonna make it jesus will that's your testimony right now i'm preaching this to myself on sunday morning somebody knows jesus will Jesus will heal bodies. Jesus will open doors. Jesus will make ways. Jesus will heal your friend. Jesus will turn stuff around. Jesus will give you a testimony. Jesus will answer your prayers. Jesus will make a way and there is no way. Does anybody know that he will? I said he will. He can. And he will. He will and he can. He can and he will. Let me go old school. Won't he do it? Won't he make ways? Won't he open doors? Won't he give doctors what they need to know? Won't Jesus turn it around? Yes he will.
0: Yes he will.
1: I tell you, a faith that makes a difference cares. A faith that makes a difference is creative. A faith that makes a difference is collaborative. Sometimes, okay, hey, let me help somebody. If I ain't discovered nothing in the past 21 days, there's something, you can't do everything by yourself. You may be thugged out, you may be hard, you may be a captain of industry, but you need some other folk. Don't be too proud to ask for help. Don't be too proud to receive help. Now, I don't need nothing. Now, you need something. This man got healed because four of his friends carried him. Collaboration. And they were confident. We don't know what Dr. Orthopedic can do. We don't know what Dr. Chiropractor can do. We don't know what the internist can do. We don't know what the rheumatologist can do. But we know what Jesus can do. And let me help somebody. You need both. You need a rheumatologist and Jesus. You need an internist and Jesus. You need a pharmacy at Walgreen and Jesus. Don't get so sanctified that you don't think you don't need people on earth that the Lord raises up. Somebody right now, I'm speaking to you, my sister, my brother, you're not saved. You don't have a church home, but you're listening. There's somebody right now, today's the day for you to accept the Lord Jesus Christ. Today's the day for you to unite with Watch Chapel. Today's the day. This is your mama's faith making a difference in your life right now. This your daddy's faith. This is your friend's faith. This is your sorrow's faith. This is your sister's faith. This your auntie's faith. This your uncle's faith. They've been praying for you. Today's the day for you to accept Jesus. Today's the day for you to unite and get connected to a church family. Digital discipleship here at Watch Chapel. Come on, brother. Come on, sister. You've been watching every Sunday. Today's the day for you to join. At least two people. God, holy. There's There are at least two people right now. At least two right now. By midnight, two people going to join Watch Chapel. At least two. Congratulations, sister. Congratulations, brother. I don't know who you are, where you are, but at least two people are going to unite with Watch Chapel. Hey, Watch Chapel, our faith, our faith, our faith can make a difference in somebody else's life. Your your faith, Daddy, Mama, Grandma, Mima, Papa, your faith. May the grace of our Lord and Savior, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest, with and abide with us until we shall meet again. Our choir is going to bless us. Amen.
0: We're thanking God for the confidence that we have in his ability. Our faith rests in him. We know that Jesus will our confidence in him. Oh, hope and stars that I cannot see. Jesus will